think the only movie I've ever walked out of was it might have been Shop Girl. I think we I think we watched we, the whole Shop I, Girl. Did we stay for the whole thing? Yeah, but I think you'd be shocked to know that it like barely ends there like isn't really an ending what do you mean like i i couldn't tell you how it ends but i know that it ended and i know that we saw the end i would imagine that either she gets a better job or and and like leaves and he's like does the same thing with the new shop girl who's who plays the shop girl and shop girl claire danes our uh our number one fan wow yeah you know she listens Every week. She is a dedicated fan. Um, or does he follow her to wherever she goes? No. Do you feel like it's the, it's like the, the straight, lame version of Carol? You know, I was thinking that. And now I need to know how it ends. So, okay. so let's, let's, let's take a look. While Robin looks that up, now listeners, I'm your watch. now I'm your watch. Listener, Welcome. we've been away. Sorry. <laughs> we've been away? We've been celebrating the time. And I want to say Happy New Year to all of you. Blessed 2019. Um, Blessed 2019. We're changing the podcast to Fridays. Just kidding. We're not. We're not. We're just just late. We're just late this week. We're partying too hard. Ringing in the year. Okay. Wow. The plot of this is incredibly long on Wikipedia. It does not need to be that long. I mean, the book probably wasn't even that long. Her name is Mirabelle. Mirabelle permanently ends her relationship with Ray, deciding that she'd rather hurt now than later. Who wrote this fucking Wikipedia article? Wow, it might be Steve Martin. She eventually quits her job at Saks and takes one as a receptionist in an art gallery. So it's Carol, but straight people. It does seem like Carol. Carol for straights. Mm Mm-hmm. Zero stars. That is uh, oversimplifying Carol a lot. God. But we did watch it over the holidays. We did, and my dad walked in during the one... Sexy. Yeah, the Carol. only part that showed tits. We were just like, wow, Kate Blanchett does a really good American accent. Yeah, we huh? all just like looked hey, at our did phones. Did people really dress like that <laughs> in the 50s? Um, do you guys want anything to eat? Yeah, we did start talking about something completely yeah. random very just loudly. Talking and talking, and then at the end of the scene, he was like, I'm going to go. We we're like, mm-hmm. bye. Yeah, he had good insights, though, while it was happening. Uh, he did guess man. the year completely right I know. of the film. Look, he, when, when you're right, you're right. Yeah, when you know, you know. <gasps> Listener, it's been a real crazy holiday season. Yeah, and we have a very special guest with us today. Yeah, guys, my a, baby, a, a little friend that you may remember. My baby's back. He's here my with me in bed, and he also is a cat. Uh, we were Stephanie's playing a game cat is back. earlier where he was just we were just putting crystals in front of his face and seeing if he liked them. Do you like he likes this all of them. Do you like the crystal? Yeah. Guys, he likes he all, all the of them. Undiscriminating. Um, he's got discerning taste. Mm-hmm. It's Hello. wonderful. He's also got the face of a man. Mm, face of a man. Oh. I just I know that you say that, but I just don't see it. I see it. That's all I can see. Really? Um, just a man's face? I met a bodega <laughs> cat in a bodega near uh, my apartment. Wonderful. That really has the... Uh, tortured eyes of a man stuck in a cat. No. Yeah. So you see a man's eyeballs and Blue's eyeballs? No, it's more the latter half of his face. Okay. The mouth area. Yeah, like a frowny frown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, also, listener? <laughs> okay, Steph, I'm going to need you to tell everybody about the crib and what happened. Oh, yeah. You mean just now with the crib? No, when you posted it. 
Oh, right. <laughs> and so, first, tell people that you bought a crib. On um, the last day of 2019, I went to a housing works, which shout out housing shout works. Out. Fucking love housing works. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you should support housing works. Mm-hmm. We went and uh, Zoe was there. Robin was there. Thank Neither you. of them found like really anything. Zoe got a book for a friend. Um, I bought a dagger, four spoons, a cameo pin, and a antique handmade haunted cradle. Now I know what you're thinking. Why did she do this? And you know what? I don't I think everybody listening already knows why you did it. I don't even really know. What? Can you hand me a tissue? Oh. I don't even <laughs> We can say it. We're open on the board. Okay. We're open. I don't even really know why I did it though. Honestly. It's like a bassinet. From uh, what year would you say that is? Olden times. I don't know. I mean, originally, the, uh, like two hundred dollars marked it has down a, to fifteen. It has a tag on it for like a lot of money, and then it has a bunch of stickers where Housing Works was trying to sell it for like forty, yeah, nobody and, then and then thirty-five, and then twenty-five, and then fifteen dollars. Yeah. And I had a forty percent off coupon. You also argued with the man when he yeah. was like twenty-eight, and you're like, I'm so sorry. There um, is a sticker on I'm here. I'm sure there was another sticker on the other side. And he, he like apologized, 15. and I was like, no, I'm I'm the one who should be ashamed yeah. that I'm buying this, take this off your hands. and that I won't give you more money for it. Well, listener, Now I have this you. crib. Um, so I posted it to Instagram being like, 2018 drove me insane. I bought this cradle. Hashtag, it's a ghoul. And within like 30 minutes, four of my friends had texted me being like, oh my God, congratulations. I didn't even, I didn't as know. If, I can't believe you, I can't believe you didn't tell me. As if that, first of all, is how you would announce it. Yeah. Second of all, as if you would put a real baby in that. In a haunted crib. Like, what the fuck are it's you? It's like made out of like reclaimed barn wood. You're going to get like tuberculosis get just touching it. splinters in, in a half a second. Oh my God. Yeah, you can't, you, you can't put a baby in that. You no. can't even practically fit a baby in that. You I'm can't pretty fit sure a cat it's for a doll. I just tried. Yeah, um, you. Oh, you won't fit a cat on it because Blue will not go yeah. in there. He knows it's haunted. He hates it. Well, I'm really excited to see what you do with it. Yeah, what I don't are you know. Put in it. I mean, I maybe don't like know. a corn husk doll. I do think like a corn husk doll would be good. Yeah. I was gonna just put that bunch of eucalyptus inside of it for now and just see what's up. That feels but I, too too uh, friendly. Yeah, it's got to be something worse, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I got to find just the right occupant for the I cradle. I will find it. I don't think you'll get there. It'll come to me. Yeah. You know, I can't be too thirsty for it. Yeah, for sure. I'll just pass by the window one day and see like a eyeless abomination standing. You know where you should go? Where? That oh. creepy doll store on my street. Somehow Robin's lived on her street now for nearly a month and hasn't noticed, hadn't noticed yet that there was a thrift shop I don't even. I, I venture to say it's not even a thrift shop. I think it's a store, dude. I don't know what it is. It looks like a private home with a big window that is just full of many, many, many books, but if kind of is, just in haphazard piles, and then a lot of antique, like Popeye dolls and regular scary baby dolls. If it's a house, then it's fashioned to look like a store. Yeah. Here's the thing. I walked. Zoe and I walked up to it, peered in the windows. There was nothing indicating that it was a store or that it had Zach and hours. I did that too, but like everything is facing. There is like a window I know, front. But did I didn't see anybody inside. I didn't see a cash register or desk. It's gotta be a store. Maybe it's an office. It could be an office of a, a terribly oh my God. troubled person. We need to find out. I know. I've been meaning to Google the address, but also too scared. Yeah. 
Um, it's, it's like right across the street from your house. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was our break, pretty much. Just basically going to crazy places and spending our money and yeah. wishing to buy a doll. I did, uh, by happen chance, I stayed in the town of the man that you yes. told everybody about who ate his wife's heart. Isaac Burton. I didn't get to see of his Manchester, grave. Vermont. I didn't see his gravy. That's okay. It would have taken you a long time to find because it took yeah. me a long time to find. Oof. Well... Next time. Yeah, I was like I a know. real... I must have looked very disrespectful because I was just going up to graves being like, no, like, no, no uh, not this no. grave. Oh, Could have been, but no. <laughs> just like, yeah. Like, that one I, looked I mean, scary, but I no. looked like and was disrespectful that day. Well, that's... At least you have this crib to yeah. show for it. No, Truly, this will be the most haunted year yet. Mm-hmm. What is your resolution for 2019? Oh, man. I don't think I've got one. I think it's maybe to, like, uh, <laughs> stick to a skincare routine. I don't know. Cool. I don't have one. Um, it's probably to max out my credit card. Cool. And then, the, and then the other one later in the year. Yeah. That's fun. I just want to feel alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I don't really... I think that minor... Minor... I always go in just... Just like big eyed and bushy tailed and full of hope. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of dreams this year, but Lord knows, Lord knows that the the the, the universe can come and just just slap you right in the face with a bunch with of those, those dreams. dreams away. But this year I want to get stronger mm-hmm. uh, with Seisha. Yep, you're doing it. And I also want to do some of my acting dreams. Nice. Yeah. I think you could definitely achieve those goals. Feel exposed to say it, but guys, I'm putting it out into the world. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Hey, here's a tradition we can start. Tell me when to stop. Stop? Guess what? What? You gotta do it again. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Yours today, your crystal of the day, is aqua quartz. This is not a crystals podcast. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So, um, any good ghost news while we were out? I mean, obviously, hmm. listener, you know that we fucking love our Crimbus ghost. Ooh. I finally watched the Christmas episode of Sabrina. I gotta say, like, mm. I just wish that show was better. I just do, too. It's, it's really, really... Good. The subject matter is all there. Why isn't it all better? There. And it's the, it's so bad. Can you believe how even they depicted Gryla? The yeah, I was like, excuse me. Shocking. But even at the end of that episode, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, it's like because very... Because it was like a wacky, like, ooh, we're gonna break... Like, it was just... Like, it wasn't even, so hard. It wasn't even, but like, not enough. no cohesive story. No story. Not even just in like, the form of guess vignettes. Guess what? Here's a thing we know about. Yeah. Do you love it? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, well, first of all, the character of Sabrina fucking sucks. Does. She's not fleshed out. Like, no. it, was, it was very frustrating. It was very frustrating <sighs> to see. Also, that stuff about, like, the people turning into dolls. I'm like, that's, like, straight oh, out yeah. of uh, X-Files. And also... Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gryla, there's a line that's like, if there's one thing that makes Gryla mad, it's cruelty to children. And I'm like, she eats children. Yeah, she fucking tears them up. She likes to eat them. That was, I guess, the scariest thing I watched. Also, can you even believe that they mentioned the Yule ads and didn't like show a single Yule? They didn't show them. They didn't show any of them, and they're so fun. They're so fun. Many of them, and they do like specific weird stuff. Oh, as we yeah. know. Wait, what is the potato? There's a potato one, right? I forget them. Fuck, I forget. But like our favorite one is, oh my 
I need to look it up now. <laughs> but we do have a favorite one who's like some of them like steel butter and some yeah, of them yeah, like yeah. butter butterface like, man. Fuck you up forever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I could have used a little more spookiness in my holiday personally. I definitely did stay in Vermont and I was scared of the house and I did watch Apocalypse Now for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <gasps> Ooh. And, yeah, at the end of it, I mean, like, I knew what it was about, but I just had never watched it in full. And Rachel was like, what did you think? And I was just like, it was pretty good. And I think she couldn't believe that that was my review. What? But I said what I said. I stand by it. I stand by what you said, too. Um, yeah. I don't know. So... It's the sheep fucker that we Oh, like. it is the sheep fucker. That's yeah, right. He's peg legs. Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean. But we love the sausage There's so much stealer. meat there. This, yeah. We love that. There's so much, speaking of, meat on that bone There's of also the just Yule the one that has the hook with. to steal the meat. Yeah. There's so much that you could work with to show on screen. And you're just going to show me fucking Kiernan Shipka wearing a headband? Yeah. I don't give a shit what there's headband a, she's wearing. There's an entire ghoul who just steals and licks wooden spoons. Yeah. Like, come on. Give yeah. me something. Also, employ a bunch of guys to play Yule Lads, okay? There's actors out You've there got that Netflix money. begging for that part. I would do anything to watch that. Ah, give a hardworking actor a job. Oh, I did watch a movie on Hulu called Puka. It was interesting. It oh, was it's trying. part of that Into the Dark series. Is that is is that a series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like it was. It's like a it it's like bad. a Dark Mirror type shit where yeah, it's like it was trying unrelated yes. things. Oh yeah. Speaking of, I also you know I watched the new Black Mirror. Yep. It's a dark mirror. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> you know, dark mirror. Yeah, a dark mirror. Dark, dark mirror. Um, it was fine. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. It was fine. I didn't um, love it. Yeah, I didn't love it. Did you have any spooky experiences? Since last week, Mitch? Um, uh, no. Okay. It's been a real calm time. Okay. It's been real calm. Well, you know, I hope that everything picks up for you now that you got this cradle. I'm really hoping it does. I mean, there's, there's, uh, when Blue was here last, he, he encountered a lot of ghosts right up in that corner. Yeah, sure, sure. So hopefully that'll like happen little, again. There's a little, some kind of oil some, over there. Yeah. Some kind of a dimension, yeah. We'll yeah. we'll see what he finds. I'm gonna just take he'll he'll take the lead, and I'll follow on the ghost adventures. Oh, speaking of a ghost adventure type thing, exorcist type thing, um, my sister and I took back to back like showers in my the bathroom at my new place last week, and what looked like oil started like dripping off the ceiling. And for a what? second, I was like, oh my god, haunted. Oh my god. I looked it up, and apparently, if you have like latex paint in a small unventilated room, this like kind of runoff can pool and drip down. So just a little heads up for anybody out there who thinks they're haunted. Could be that. Hey, guess what? You I just solved that Indiana house. Mm-hmm. You solved that house. I think that might be what it is. That's what it is. And that lady whose finger went white, mm-hmm. latex allergy. Probably, dude. Mm-hmm. Because like I was like, what the fuck is this? Is there oil on my like countertop? And then I looked up and I was like, what? And I Googled, like, orange drops on ceiling of bathroom, and it was like, latex paint. This happens all the time. And wow. I was like, anyway, I bought a dehumidifier. Good. It's fixed. Good. In the summertime, we're going to have to handle that. What? The dehumidifier? No, if it gets too humid in Oh, there. whatever. I don't care. Um, anyway, I... You want to go? You want me to go? I, uh, I'll go. I'll nice. do it. That's it. I printed my my guy out. Let's oh have my it. God, the baby. 
<laughs> Stephanie's cat. Hold on. Don't let him move. I can't control him. Oh, no. no. Trap him. It. Trap him in no, there. No, he hates it. My special friend. God damn it. I was so close to getting an it's Instagram right. story. There's going to be more. There probably was do. cuddle under a pillow. Well, there he is. A special boy. Yeah. I mean, you say this isn't a crystals and cat podcast, but. <laughs> All right. I didn't say it was not a cat podcast. Mm. Okay. So today I am going to be telling you. Let me take a little step. Great. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by um, Dry Rosé Cider. It's pretty good. It's really good. Um, I'm going to be telling you today about the Morrigan. What? Mm-hmm. I don't even, I've never heard tell. <gasps> You're going to love her. Wow. Stephanie, the Morrigan, or simply Morrigan, okay. is a figure from Irish mythology. Wow. It has been translated as Great Queen, Phantom Queen, or Queen of the Phantoms. Wow. She's mainly associated with war and fate, especially with foretelling doom, death, or victory in battle. Mm-hmm. In this role, she often appears as a crow called the Bodb, which... It's hard for me to pronounce. My mouth doesn't want to say that word. What is it? B-A-D-B. B-A-B-D? 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 I don't know. I'm trying to say it's it with like an Irish accent. We can't. In Irish mythology, the bot meaning crow, mm-hmm. is a war goddess who takes the form of the crow and is sometimes known as Bajkata or Battle Crow. Which is fucking tight. Battle crow? Battle crow, baby. Hell yeah. She is known to cause fear and confusion among soldiers... Uh, to move the tide of battle to her favorite side. So she fucks with them. Ooh, so she picks a baby. Wow. Um, she may also appear prior to a battle to foreshadow the extent of the carnage to come or to <gasps> predict the death of a notable person. She would sometimes do this through wailing cries, which obviously leads to comparisons with the Banshee, obviously, another yeah. Irish famous mm, ghoul. Mm-hmm. So... She incites warriors to battle and can help bring about victory over their enemies. The Morrigan encourages warriors to do brave deeds, strike fear into their enemies, and is portrayed washing the blood-stained clothes of those fated to die. I love that. Also often said that she is shown washing their blood-stained armor in That's like a like, nearby river. Do you remember the type of the banshee where uh, you, you have to suck the tits of it? Oh. Yeah, I remember. That banshee is depicted as washing uh, bloody clothes in a river. Oh, I, I have a feeling that they're very, very cool. Light. Only this is like a hot crow battle Ooh, she's lady. she's a crow woman. I love that. Um, she also has a, a major connection with sovereignty, land, and livestock. So mm-hmm. she kind of is like seen as like a protector of the land. Okay. In modern times, she's often called a war goddess and has also been seen as a manifestation of the earth. Wow. Like I said, sovereignty goddess, chiefly representing the goddess's role as guardian of the territory and its people. So, sometimes the Morrigan is described as a trio of individuals, three sisters. Ooh, that's the holy trinity I need. The three Morina. I know, right? Mm. I love them. Um, And... And the like trios of things, threeness is very mm-hmm. common in like Celtic mythology. We've talked so much about triangles. Yeah, actually, we've so talked a little about triangles. We talked about talking about triangles. Well, so sure, okay. we gotta get, we gotta do a triangle episode, a whole triangle, like a three-part triangles. triangle, part one, two, and three. Get mm-hmm. it? Uh, membership of the triad varies. Sometimes it's given as Bod, Mach, Macha, Maka, and Nemain. Elsewhere, it's given as Bod, Maka, and Anand. Um, which is also, I guess, 
another name for Morgan. But either way... Anand? Anand. Okay. Um, but either way, they're all names for the same basic uh, person. Sorry, cool. I have to unlock my computer. Bear with this one moment. I'm so sorry. Okay. All good. So, <clears throat> there is some disagreement over the meaning of the Morgan's name. Um, more may derive from an Indo-European root con- uh, connoting terror or monstrousness, cognate huh. with the old English mare, which survives in the modern English word nightmare. Right, of course, yeah. And the Scandinavian Mara and the Old East Slavic Mara nightmare, while Regan translates as queen. Yeah. So, like... Nightmare Queen. Nightmare Queen. Um, in a 9th century manuscript containing uh, the Vulgate version of the book of Isaiah, the word Lamia is used to translate the Hebrew Lilith, and a gloss expa- uh, explains in that book, a glossary says that this is a monster in female form that is a Morrigan. So, oh. like, she's used to describe, like, what a Lilith and a Lamia are. Okay. That's, like, how fucking old she is. She's, like... One of the original monsters. Oh, gee. She predates goddess a monsters. A lot of things. Yes. I love that. Very, That's like when very our friend Allison asked us on New Year's Eve if you could like go to one time in the world and live there. I said pagan Ireland to be a druid. And yeah. listen, if I could have been a Morgan, think about it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. I mean, it's a pretty cool gig. I, if you can get it, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you good work if you can get if, it. If you can time travel, I don't know if you get to choose that you can. If be, I just like get yeah. to be like a a, a better person thing, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> if I can True. level up somehow, honestly, I just think the probability would be higher then for me to like be something. Better. There weren't a lot of things that you could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially back then, she's like old as fuck. Love it. Um, so yeah, she predates. They, like, refer back to her when describing what Lilith is. Mm. Um, uh, the Morgan's earliest narrative appearances in which she's depicted as an individual uh, are in stories of the Ulster Cycle, which is an ancient collection of Irish mythology, mm. uh, in which she has an ambiguous relationship with a hero called Cúlain, <laughs> I think. Cúlain? Let's just call him that. Cúkey? Cúk. Uh, <laughs> As she drives a heifer from his, or sorry, mm-hmm. skip the line. In the tale of the cattle raid of Regamane, Cuculain encounters the Morgan but does not recognize her as she is driving a heifer from his territory. I thought you were going to say she was a crow. Uh, well, not yet, but she will be. Sure. Um, so, in response to like he saw that as a threat and he didn't realize who she was, he insults her. But before Ooh. he can attack her, she turns into a fucking <gasps> crow and perches on a branch. Oh, now you know. Cool, cu- 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 cucumber now knows uh, who she is and says, "Hey, if I had known who you were, I wouldn't have been such an asshole." And she's like, "Look, it doesn't matter. You're in for some really bad luck. That's why I'm here." Mm. Um, and so then, she's also a harbinger, yes. but also she's like, "But do it. You should do it." Well, you she's like, to battle." She's like, "Something bad's gonna happen. I'm gonna see if I can." Kind of right. massage things to see if I can help. She but she does also help. like likes people to take risks. Kind of like All well, right. I think she's just like there. This is happening. There's nothing you can do about it. She's you like, may you as well are go going to battle blaze. tomorrow. Like mm. here's it's gonna be bad. Um, she delivers a series of warnings foretelling a coming battle in which he would be killed. She tells him, "It is at the guarding of thy death that I am, and I shall be." Ooh. Yes. In a different story from the same series of myths, though, uh, Queen Medb, 
Mm. A lot of B's and D's right up against each other in in uh, the yeah. I'd like, if anybody knows how to say those, I'd love to know. Um, Queen Medb of Connacht. I don't know. Go, do Probably that's Searcher. correct. Yeah. Um, launches an invasion of Ulster to steal a prized bull. Oh. The Morrigan. Uh, similar to one of the Greek Furies, appears to the bull in the form of a crow and warns him to flee. Cuculain defends Ulster by fighting a series of single combats at Fords. Uh, in between combats, the Morrigan appears to him as a young woman and offers him her love and her aid in battle, but he rejects her offer. Oof, why? I don't know. What? I don't know. I mean... You're going to find something better? Yeah, you got somebody at home? Jeez. Um, in response, she intervenes in his next combat, first in the form of an eel who trips him. Do not. Incredible. Do not. Then as a wolf who stampedes ca- cattle across the ford. Love it. I love the idea of an eel who trips somebody. That's and find, so funny. Like, just a land eel. Yeah, like, yeah just a land eel, like being like, <laughs> like you're just like also, a, a jump rope yeah. on the ground. Like, I could have been a snake, but no. No, eel. I'm a fucking eel. Fuck you. <laughs> Finally, as a white, red-eared heifer leading the stampede, just love as that. she had warned in their previous encounter. Yeah, love it. However, Kukulain wounds her in each form and defeats his opponent despite her interference. Later, she appears to him as an old woman bearing the same three wounds that her animal form sustained, oh. milking a cow. She gives Cuculain three drinks of milk. He blesses her with each drink, and her wounds are healed. He regrets blessing her for the three drinks of milk, which is apparent in an exchange between the two. Oh, can says, I just say, like, they're destined. I mean, like, just, just be together. They've got a real just like, just fuck. Ross and Rachel thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You told me once, she said, that you would never heal me. And he said, had I known it was you, I never would have. Oh, boy. Yeah. So much sexual tension. Honest to God. Um, As the armies gather for the final battle, she prophesies the bloodshed to come. In one version of Cuculain's death tale, as he rides to meet his enemies, he encounters Morrigan as a hag washing his bloody armor in a ford, an omen of his death. Yeah. Later on in the story, mortally wounded, he ties himself to a standing stone (sighs) with his own entrails. Oh, So God. he can die upright. Wow. First of all, how do you stay conscious? Yeah, you can't just, like, Second run all, your own... Those babies are slippery. Yeah, you can't just run your own intestines or across There's a stone. simply not a way. There's no way. Uh, like, and if he's on, like, a lasso and lasso yeah, just like, them through the... No, I've done it before. I can do gross. it. It's so slippery. It is only when a crow lands on his shoulder that his enemies believe he is dead. It uh, was her. It was her, baby. She said she would be there. The Morrigan appears uh, across a bunch of different ancient Irish mythological texts. Um, in a 12th century compilation, she's listed as uh, the daughter of a goddess and the granddaughter of the first king of a supernatural race of ancient gods. Nice. These ancient gods, called the Toth de Danan, have passage to the Celtic Otherworld, yes. which is a combination, we mm. should talk more about this later mm. because it's incredible. It's a combination mm. of the underworld and heaven. Yes. And it is yes, described this is, this as, is where they, uh, we talked about it in Samhain. Yeah, like yeah. It's the other, the other world, not yeah, the underworld. Not the underworld. Uh, yeah, it's a supernatural realm of everlasting youth, beauty, health, abundance, and joy. Fuck yeah. Oh, sounds so nice. Uh, the you know how you get there? Dan. Apples. You gotta eat an apple or what? I think, remember during the Samhain episode, I was like, apples, apples, <laughs> other world, other world, apples, oh, two fruits, yeah. the same. They're connected. I don't know. There the is a are way, like, I bet. Apple, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that they're like. Or how you peel the apple and you throw the rind yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like and a it special thing. Like a special there thing. was one other food that was connected and I can't remember right now. 
Mm. I'll figure it out. I don't want to say potato, but it was like chestnuts or something like that. Oh, that probably makes more sense. I'm sorry I said potato. I'm Irish. Whatever. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, the Toast de Dan, which is said to be like the race that her grandfather was king of, eventually became known as the Aussie or fairies of later Celtic folklore. Fun. Fun. So, Morgan also appears in an ancient text called the Battle of Mag Turd on Samhain. Turd. T-U-I-R-E-D. She has a tryst with the druid god Dagda, get a girl, Hell before yeah. an important battle. Oof. When he meets yeah. her, she is washing herself, standing with one foot on yeah. either side of the river. She timed that. She was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. She's going to stand here washing for like at least four hours for until you see me like this. Oh my god, I just cleaned my whole body. After after they bone, the Morrigan promises to summon the magicians of Ireland to cast spells on behalf yes. of the Twath, Twath Day. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, you know, those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to destroy the Dagda's rival, taking from him the blood of his heart and the kidneys of his valor. Yes. Oh. Right before the battle, the Twath Day leader, Lug, which is a fun, fun. name, asks each what power they bring to the battle. The Morgan's reply is difficult to interpret, but involves pursuing, destroying, and subduing. That's all you need in battle. That's all you need, baby. That's how you describe a battle. It's, I mean, that's how I describe a lot wow. of interactions. Uh, when she comes to the battlefield, she chants a poem. Fun. Fucking sick. Oh, man. And immediately the battle breaks, and their foes are driven into the sea. Wow. After the battle, she chants another poem. God, give me these poems. Where are these she poems She chants at? another poem. She, I would love to read one because this one celebrates the victory, but also prophecies the end of the world. I mean, a so book of amazing. Morgan poems is all I want. I'll see what I can do. Let's write it. Let's. I don't like whatever. Let's. You're Irish. I'm Irish. Tale. Who's to say we can't just write one up? I feel like we could tap into this for sure. Yeah, a brown and a Fagin are allowed. Oh, definitely baby. allowed. Let's do it. Yeah, come on. All right. In an. <laughs> In another story, she lures a, she she lures away the bull of a woman. A lot of bull stuff in her mythology. Yeah, mm. a lot of prized bulls in ancient Ireland is what I'm learning. I mean, about. can you? I there's mean, one there's that like had be like just so many. a longer Wikipedia page than like most celebrities. I yeah. Um, in another story, yeah, she lures away this special bull of a woman named Audress. Audress then follows the Morrigan to the other world via the cave of Cruchan. When Audris falls asleep, the Morgan turns her into a pool of water that fed into the Shannon River. Oh, no. Cold as ice. Wow. So she's just tiny droplets within a giant... She's like, fuck you, you're fucking pool now. Wow. Um, As you've heard, the Morgan is mainly associated with war and fate. Um, Her role often involves premonitions of a particular warrior's violent death. Uh, Like I said, she's often linked with the Banshee, which uh, came... The Banshee, like the first record of it is it comes after the mm. uh it probably morgan. has well to do well the morgan is like telling the person that they're gonna die yeah. in battle but the banshee usually would tell the family that weren't yeah. there and sometimes it'll they, tell they might work well. in tandem i think probably the morgan's like yo i got your assignment yeah go over Here to the go. to the fagans you're gonna want you got a whale yeah, in their yeah. window because i'm about now to go, go over the under there i got a whale over yeah. here i'm also you know, if I don't show up tonight, don't come looking for Yeah, me. and the banshee's like, what, are you going to, like, wash yourself again in front of it? And it's like, don't. And can you like, not? Can you not? Could you but just yes, not? But yes, I am, but could you not? I need this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Most often, uh, she would warn people of their imminent death, but also she tried to influence the outcome of war 
And she usually did that by appearing as a crow flying overhead, either to inspire fear or courage in the hearts of the warriors. Mm, I guess, like, whoever is afraid of a crow. Yeah. If you're, like, about to go into battle, it's like, that's not your biggest concern right now, friend. Yeah. And those of and those people who are like huzzah a crow it's yeah like, you're gonna you're win like, you're gonna win Uh-oh. you're gonna win they know something yeah um, yeah she usually when she appeared to people to like portend their death it was seen washing their bloody armor in water somehow love it um, so ba 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 there are also a few rare occurrences like I mentioned where she would join in the battle herself as a warrior. Um, she's also associated with the land and animals, particularly livestock. She fucking loves bulls. Of course. It's been said that she's primarily concerned with the prosperity of the land, its fertility, animal life, and its security against external forces. The welfare wow. and fertility of a people depend on their security against external aggression. Warlike action can thus have a protective aspect. Wow. So even though she's seen... As, like, a, you know, a bellicose woman. Sure. She's really acting as a protector. Of course. Of course. Um, and we got to talk about these guys at some point. Didn't oh my God. really get into them, but she's strongly linked to the Fianna, small, semi-independent warrior bands in Irish mythology. Yeah. She also has been compared to our German friend, Perchta. Yep. Perchta. Um, gotta love Perchta. Shout out to our girl. Mm. And some scholars have tried to connect her legend to the later Morgan Le Fay, though it is uh, more commonly thought... I was going to say if she's a Morgan, like yeah. a Morrigan. Yeah. Well, yeah, the names, like, there's a whole thing on Wikipedia about they have different, like, roots technically, but it's, like, more... It's widely accepted now that the character of Morgan Le Fay is most likely inspired by the Morrigan rather than, like, supposed to be her. Yeah, that's a King Arthur thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Love that's, her. Uh, that's I think a I mentioned her in uh, when I did witches. Yeah, you I did. Can't, I can't remember mm-hmm. though. You sure did. She's awesome. She's pretty. She's Love pretty boss. the Morgan. Thank you for doing that. Also, You're really makes me think. Uh, during this whole thing, I was like, you know, why haven't I covered druids yet? But it's because there's nothing. <laughs> it's because there's like. What do you mean? It's because there isn't that much on them. But there's got to be more than a lot of other things. I mean, I covered the Beast of Brattleboro, and that was just a cat. So yes. I feel like I can, I feel like I, I can find can enough on druids. Dig into druids. Yeah, the druids. I think that you. You know that I live for druids. I think that I feel like it's going to have to be a special. Yeah, you know I'm going to get ley lines with the druids and just start like oh screaming God, about. Oh, you know how much they're probably connected. A hundred percent, they're connected. I know. Stonehenge what, is, is a ley line crossroads. I think you are going to need a full hour. I just did this to indicate Stonehenge you did, you did. is a ley line crossroads. Chris, Chrissy cross them. Yeah. Ooh. If you guys can't see, I'm just shoving. Do an X with your hand and then put it under the other hand and do an X that way. Instead. That's our secret symbol. Like a, no, that's a symbol for straight edge. Oh, it is? Yeah. But what if it's at a, th- like a, a three-fourths angle, and you're just doing this all over the place? You like know, that? I worry about any hand symbol being I know, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Like, I don't know what stands I don't want to like, move in any which way. Yeah, you can't even go A-OK with your anymore. hands. Yep. Yeah, you can't, because nope, you just can't. you better fucking not. Yeah, you can't do it. All right. Man, I'm learning so much. Oh, I'm going to do your... Now you like the okay, crystals Okay, now book. tell me when to stop. Stop. Green calcite is a mental healer. Oh, the Lord knows I need it. Okay. Fun. Hit me with a spooky guy. Okay, great. I don't know if this is going to go well, but... Come on. I, I went real crazy Good. looking this up. Good. But today, 
I have five pages. Okay, it's oh, fine. shit. I will rapidly go through these. I am doing The Number of the Beast. Oh, We're going to cover CX. CX. What? CX. Three of them? Or 616. What? We'll get into it. We're going to do 666. The Number of the Beast. Hell, yeah. And to kick it off, I'm going to read from the Bible. (laughs) Going to read Revelation 13. Do it. King James Version. Great. By John. Well, All by right. by God, by John. <laughs> Any last Here we go. On that? This is this might be a little bit long, but I don't care. This part I actually don't care if it's long. All right. Preach and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast. Have you ever heard Revelation? Uh, only in Johnny Cash songs. Okay, get ready. This is so cool. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make more with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. I like him. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Yeah. He forgot. Got it. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, idolatry, which had the wound by a sword and did live. (laughs) Again, it was wounded, but it's fine. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save that he had had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, 
for it is the number of a man, and his is six hundred threescore and six. Sick! Yeah, that's so metal. Yeah. And I can't really picture what, what the first piece looks like. I, I, I got lost kind of immediately with yeah. all the crowns, but uh, wow! Okay, yeah. do you have I'll look a scar on you. your hand or your forehead? Well, is that why people think that Harry Potter is evil? That's probably something to do with it. Interesting. Um, this is what they think. So here's like an artist rendering of the beast. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, it's so many animals. Yes. There's like uh, also here's another artist rendering of the beast. This one you're gonna love. <gasps> Wait, only one of them has a crown, and it's the dragon. It's the dragon one. Also, they don't mention, like, who the dragon is, so well, the to dragon speak. gave him his seat. <laughs> he gave him his okay, seat. Okay, I'll be honest. When you said he gave him his seat, because you had just named all these body parts, I was thinking, and the ass of a dragon. Yeah, and the ass of a dragon. He gave him his butt. Um. Yeah, and then the one that has okay. the lamb heads is wow. like, behold, behold, look, he's the best. Make an, make an idol of him. Yeah. So, All right, so there's a lot in there that we're going to unpack, but yeah. my main takeaway after reading that was like, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I should read the Bible because this is dope. Yeah. This is really, is really fun. Sweet. Like I'm hearing, like I'm, I'm hearing uh, an axe just hear? wailing yeah. into the distance. I bet there's some cool Christian metal that covers this. No, I think it's all, I mean, I think it's cool all under Christian the guise metal. of like, like uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. All right. Which is basically right. basically the Bible. Okay, so the number of the beast uh-huh. term in the book of Revelation, like I just read in the New Testament, associated with the beast of Revelation. Uh, for those of you who forgot already, it's chapter 13. Uh, in chapter 13 of Revelation. Is that why 13 is an unlucky number? Ah, I have no idea. Okay. I feel like we, I can't believe we haven't covered 13 yet. Triskaidekaphobia? Yeah. Uh, in most manuscripts of the New Testament and in English translations of the Bible, the number of the beast is yeah. 666. However, we'll get into it. There's some uh, some controversy there. Um, I will come, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come out strong on the side of 666 on this one, though. Okay. Just so you know. So what the fuck could this mean? The thing that I just yeah, read. Yeah, why is it? I just read. Why would, why would a number mean anything? Why would any of that even be anything at all? Yeah. So I should also mention that the Bible was written way, way, way after the events that it's telling about. Okay. So that's important to remember. Instead of this being spooky, it's actually more of a history lesson, and I apologize for that. Okay. But I figured 666 is like the scariest thing in the world to a lot of people, and it's really not that scary to me. And I'm right. It's not even scary at all. Okay. Theologians have an idea about why, like, why 666? Why? What is it? What are the beasts, you ask? The Roman Empire. Oh. Slash Nero. Okay. Nero was the first imperial authority to persecute Christians. Got it. No one was more of an asshole than he was. He ordered his mother killed, his first wife killed... And more than likely his second wife, while pregnant, with a swift kick to the stomach. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Holy shit. Nero was 
a fuck. That's awful. He also notoriously was, like, extremely violent to Christians, which, like, yeah, don't don't be violent to anyone. Finally, Nero's quite possibly... Um, yes, he's the evil figure to whom the Bible is referring to what? about 666. Wow, okay. I'm going to bring it back. I didn't know. So the author of Revelations, John, used a puzzle... Probably. This is a theory, a okay. theologian theory. There's also this, like, branch of theologians, it starts with a P, I can't remember, who take, like, prophecies and stuff in the Bible and try to match them with events in history that had already Ooh, taken place. Oh, interesting. As, like, this is an analogy for, like, this thing yeah. that already actually happened, no. and they're trying to, like, write about politics without getting in trouble for it. Interesting. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's 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 pretty fun. So those guys uh, think that John used a puzzle called gematria in which numbers are used to represent letters. There's also this thing, it's called like isopsepism. Um I think it's I think that's how or isopsepsism. Okay. Hard to say. That's the practice of adding up the number values of the letters in a word okay, to yeah. form a single number. So, like, A is 1, one. B is 2, AB would be 3. Got it. Got, um, it. Got it. So, the total number is then used as a metaphor or a metaphorical bridge to other words evaluating the equal number. So, let's say, like, uh, I was trying to get a message and I said, like, Robin, 8. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, what what letters together could possibly mean eight. And then you'd try to like decipher what word I mean. Um, mean. yeah. So like the reverse engineering of it's really difficult, but I guess if it was the only way you could communicate to people in that time, um, theologians, yeah, they, they support the numerical interpretation that six, six, six is the equivalent of the name and the title Nero Caesar. So, written in Aramaic, okay, which is what the Bible is written in, this can be valued at 666 using the Hebrew numerology of Gematria Ooh. and was used to secretly speak against the emperor. Dang. Also, Nero Caesar in the Hebrew alphabet is a bunch of symbols that you can't see. It's basically N-R-O-N-Q-S-R, which when used as numbers represent 50, 206, 50, 100, 60, 200, which adds up to 666. Ah! So, like, you know, that's probably what it was. Probably. It sounds right to me. I, However, I okay. you know what else adds up to 666 using this method? method? Satan? No. Mark of the beast? Okay. The phrase? A satanic mark? Yeah, the phrase. A satanic mark, 666. Sorceries, 666. Witchcraft, 666. Necromancy, 666. Image of Satan, 666. Monsanto, 666. Lustful, (laughs) Satan seal, which I take to mean his pet seal. (laughs) Satan's friend, Mm -hmm. the seal. Vatican Hill. Okay, that's a that's a big reach. Papal there. state. Okay. Fatima miracle. Nobody's communicating these phrases. Book of the dead. That's like I got a good one. Kissinger. Oh my god. Alright. Great All aliens. And right. time aliens? aliens. That's the only good one. And did you say time aliens? And time aliens. Oh. And New York. 
boom, there it is. There it is. The there end. it is this whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, we've solved it. Yeah. I'm a flat earther now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's the mark of the beast? Do tell. On your hand and on your forehead. It, also probably a political thing. Oh. So the stamped image of the emperor's head was on every coin of the Roman Empire. Oh. And that passage where it's like you cannot buy or sell anything that I just read from Revelation. Yeah. I'll just say this again so we have some context. So it's uh, in chapter 16. I don't know. It's not chapters. It's just um, the the one after the colon, 16. Okay. And he causeth all, both small and rich, uh, small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark Ooh. or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So basically... Uh, Yeah, which like nobody could buy or sell if you didn't have like the emperor's head marked on this coin in your hand. Yeah. So uh, there's a New Testament scholar, Craig C. Hill, who notes, quote, it is far more probable that the mark symbolizes the all-embracing economic power of Rome, whose very coinage bore the emperor's image and conveyed his claims to divinity by including the sun's rays in the ruler's portrait. It had become increasingly difficult for Christians to function in a world in which public life, including the economic life of the trade guilds, required participation in idolatry. So you can't have, you can't like worship a false god, right? Mm -hmm. And because Nero was like, look at me, I'm a god on this coin. A lot of people were like, no, I can't because like you're not and I don't, I, I reject this coin. Yeah. So, and obviously like you, you die, obviously you can't use money. Um... Also, one of the first references to 666 is in the Bible comes in uh, 1 Kings where it's written, quote, now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was 603 score and six talents of gold. <gasps> gold is then used, like, associated with basically immoral things, like the golden calf yeah, is in right, the Old right, Testament, right. idolatry, hubris, um, Per this theory, money and its physical manifestation of the number of the beast and is therefore the mark of the beast is money. Shit. Now, what if I reject all these ideas, though? What if I... What if I adapted an idealist view? Idealism, also known as the allegorical or symbolic approach... Okay. ...is basically just like, what's a symbol mean? What does it mean? It's a symbol. It's just a symbol. I kind of like this one. Um, it's just sees the imagery of the book as non-literal symbols. So it's not like it's a coin or it's a guy. The idealist perception of the number of the beast rejects gematria, envisioning the number not as a code to be broken, but just as a symbol to be understood as a full symbol, not as code. They would basically say that there's so many different things that can come to 666 that most systems require converting names to other languages or adding titles when convenient. Kind of like, you know, Fatima, Miracle. Um, It's been impossible to come to a consensus on that. Given that, but Monsanto is the mm-hmm, devil. That is um, for sure. Given that numbers are used figuratively throughout the Book of Revelation, idealists interpret this number figuratively as well. It's suggested that because seven is a number of completeness in the Bible uh-huh. and is associated with the divine, that six is therefore incompleteness. Oh. Incompleteness, and that three sixes are inherently Super incomplete. incomplete. <laughs> 
Okay. The numbers therefore suggested that the dragon and his beasts yes. are completely inadequate. Oh. Another suggestion is that this number represents an individual's incompleteness, incompleteness or immature spiritual state. Which I feel like, if you don't think that 666 is code for something, but you feel like 666 is code for the dragon being inferior, <laughs> it's sort of like, it's kind of you can't have thing, it both ways, though. You it's see? It's a little different. There's also a futurist view. The futurist view of the Mark of the Beast is that the rise of a supranational currency, yeah. for example, the euro, Cool. Could be a hallmark of the end times. Great. Seems like it. Oh, the dollar is the end. And that the mark of the beast will be a sign on the forehead or on the right hand, like a literal one. Ooh. Futurists, focus on the future, sure. believe that the revelation addresses primarily the second coming of Christ. Wow. And similar events at the time's end. Wow. Although many do find truth in these general assertions, this view does not take into account all historical views. All right. Yeah, sure. So I would say that that's probably like the religious, uh, the like the purely faith driven, uh, hypothesis is like, that's going to be the antichrist Mm -hmm. and Jesus can come Mm -hmm. and fight that many headed beast. Sure. Yeah. Do you feel like the antichrist is alive right now? No, I don't think that's a thing. But if there had to be one, who do you think it was right now? If one person is the most evil person in the world. Actually. Millie Bobby Brown. Mm. (laughs) No, I don't know. That's actually a really good answer because it's said that it's going to look like, it's supposed to look like the best person. That's why there were a lot of people online who were like, Barack Obama is the Antichrist. He's charming. He's good. He's good unto others. Look, he stands for, for righteousness. Michelle Obama. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for don't sure. Don't do that. No, she's definitely I not, of course. I never disrespect Michelle like that. Of course not. Of course not. Not at all. Perfect. I mean, yeah, it doesn't exist, but it's fun to think about. I it like is to fun think to about think it. About. I like to think about it. The ultimate evil coming in the form of like Millie Bobby Brown. A sweet little kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a precocious child actress. Look, she's not going to be. She's not going to yeah. be precocious forever. No, She's going to she turn won't. evil at some point. She's going to kill us all. Um, and so that that's basically it. Now let me let me round it out with the 616 <gasps> Yes, I am very curious. Okay, although this person, Erroneous, which sounds like erroneous, so kind of sucks to have that name. It is. Second century AD affirmed the number to be 666 uh-huh. and reported several scribal errors of the number. Theologians have doubts about the traditional reading because of the appearance of the figure 616 in the Codex Ephraimi Rescriptus? I don't know. You it's one of the four it great. Um, out loud. <laughs> Yeah, I think I did. I am the Antichrist now. Oh, no. As well as a Latin version of um, Taconius. I don't know if that's right. Um, And an ancient Armenian version of all of this. Basically, this guy knew about the 616 reading, but did not adopt it. He was just like, I I believe what I believe. That's not the one. In the 380s, correcting the existing Latin language version of the New Testament, um, Jerome retained 666 instead of replacing it with 616. Around 2005, a fragment from Papyrus 115 taken from the Ox 
Rinkesite? I don't know. Was discovered at the Oxford University's Ashmolean Museum. Ooh. It gave the beast's number as six. One. No. Six. Wow. This fragment is the oldest manuscript. So... Of Revelation 13. Does that completely negate the argument of people who think that it was, like, a code? It does throw a fucking wrench in the whole thing, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah, so... Codex, blah, 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 known before the Papyrus 15 finding, but dating to after it, has 616 fully written, as I mentioned. The new fragment from the Book of Revelation... Um, is it's part of a horde of previously unintelligible manuscripts discovered in historic dumps Damn. in Egypt. Historic dumps. Historic dumps. Um, this team of experts, uh, expert classicists, basically using like new photographic techniques, are finally able to look at them. Oh, that rules! I know, and it's from it's like seventeen hundred years old. Damn, I know. Professor David Parker, professor of New Testament. Oh wait, I think. I, oh God, I wish. Professor of New Testament Textual Criticism and Paleography at the University of Birmingham. Ooh, he's thinks, like an Indiana Jones Oh, type. God, I love him. That 616, although less memorable than 666, is the original. Dang. He said, this is an example of gematria, where numbers are based on the numerical values of letters and people's names. Okay. Early, so it's still gematria. Listen to this. Early Christians would use numbers to hide the identity of people who they were attacking. Okay. 616 refers to the em- Emperor Caligula. Oh. So they had it right. What? With 666, they still they were able to manage that it was Gematria, but it's just they got the Emperor wrong. Oh, my God. Crazy. The Book of Revelation is traditionally considered to be written by John, yes, disciple of Jesus. Um, blah, 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 666, Mark the Antichrist. Um, fundamentalist Christians in America use the number in sermons about the coming of the apocalypse. Duh. <laughs> uh, they basically asked a bunch of Satanists, like, responding to the new revelation stuff, and they responded, Cooley, Peter Gilmore, high priest of the Church of Satan based in New York, said, quote, By using 666, we're using something that the Christians fear. Mind you, if they do switch to 616 being the number of the beast, then we'll start using that. Yes. <laughs> Peter, that makes sense. Ugh. Be go more. Lastly, is Stanley Kubrick the Antichrist? <laughs> I was gonna say not to interrupt, but this reminds me. All of the guessing reminds me a lot of that documentary about The Shining, where there yes. are a variety of theories very similar to this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know that there is some debate about that, but go go on. There is. Do tell me. Basically, one of the biggest conspiracy theories around famed director Stanley Kubrick was that he was murdered by the Illuminati mm-hmm. who intentionally associated his death with the number of the beast. Why do people think this? Well, Tell me. a lot of people think he used his film Eyes Wide Shut, a great Christmas classic. A classic, wonderful yep, tale. To rat out the secret society who then had him killed on March 7th, 1999. Why is this date significant? Six, six, six. It's exactly six, six, six days before January 1st. 2001 which like uh it's not okay. even that it's not even that cool or crazy so no stanley kubrick wasn't the antichrist no probably not 
So that's it. And that's not even getting into like stuff like Route 66 and people being like a bunch of presidents like won't stay in like numbers with 66 in the Mm -hmm. room. Um, There's like a lot of obviously superstition around that number. But all this to say, it's just like, it's just John trying to like tell a story about how evil the emperor was. Yeah. Well, and if people not notice it, so we're getting trouble for it. Is the reason why? Because I've also heard that like the number three and thirty three and stuff like that are also considered evil. Is it just because they're because they're like multiple? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly why. Three, I think, is considered holy because the Holy Trinity. Oh, okay. But I also think that also you can just invert it, and anything that is righteous can also be darkness. Nice. Nancy and Ronald Reagan, when they moved to Bel Air, had the number of their house changed from 666 St. Cloud Road to 668 St. Cloud Road. It doesn't change that it was 666. Yeah. Like, it's inherently, that's that's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Route 666 in New Mexico was changed to Route 491. A Mexican, a New Mexico spokesperson stated, quote, spokesperson stated, quote, the devil's out of here. What? We say goodbye and good riddance. What? What? An official spokesperson? Yes. Come on. Yes. Let those numbers be. There was a a cross-country runner at a high school in Kentucky who refused to run in her Kentucky High School Athletic Association regional meet. Forfeiting a chance at qualifying for the state championships when her coach drew bib number six six six. All right, that sounds yeah. like a dork if I've ever heard one. Totally. Um, do you love running or not? Yeah. Do you love running or not? <laughs> Prove it. Wear the bib. Uh, in 2015, U.S. Representative Joe Barton had the number of a legislative bill he had introduced changed from 666 to 702 because, <laughs> quote, the original bill number carried many different negative connotations. Also sounds like a dork. I know. Fucking losers squandering their chance to do something cool for once. Yeah. Uh, in 2017, a church leader in Papua New Guinea were concerned by newspaper reports that the governor general had been requested to sign 666 writs for an upcoming election. Then they were, they were reassured by the electoral commissioner that the number merely reflected reflected six copies of 11 things. Wow. <laughs> or like uh, 111 things, which is a lie. That's got to be a lie. They definitely were like, tell them, just tell them anything. I don't care. Also, I guess uh, in October 2017, flight AY666 from oh. Copenhagen Hagen to Helsinki departed for the last time before being renamed. They're still fucking renaming stuff. I mean, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Like you're tricking. I mean, you might trick people who are scared of it. I guess. But you're not tricking the devil. A fun thing is since 2006, the flight had, had been scheduled on a Friday the 13th on 21 occasions. What? Wait. Yeah. I didn't even think there have been that many I know. In, in like, yeah, that many years. The past, like, two years? I mean, what? nothing's happened to it so far, knock on wood. I would, we should go on that flight I on know. a Friday the 13th. Haunted flight. So, yeah, I mean, like, not a ghost thing, not even a paranormal thing. But That's you'd think, very like, interesting. 666, the number of the beast. Well, I, yeah, I guess I just never thought about why it was supposed to be cursed or where it came from. Now, can you tell me where the idea of, like, 
um, the mark being not like an actual representation of the number came well, from. Well, there's like the Mark of Cain stuff. Is that where people think that, like, because, you know, uh, I've heard the phrase Jew horn a lot. Oh, no. As a Jew. Um, not directed at me, but. I was going to say, people just say that to you? No, but like, I've heard people joke about it, and I'm like, what? Where does it come from? I think that over time, the Mark of the Beast has been like transformed like, like oh, many things into like yeah i mean we know that like in the witch trials they just thought like a witch's teat was like a, a, sure. a third nipple or like mm-hmm. a mole and that was the mark of the beast right. which like no right. it, it's it anything being like because a, a number like burned onto somebody to being that well truly i think people will just use any excuse to uh be hateful ridicule and kill people that are different from them or yeah. more powerful than they are or that they're afraid of. Yeah. So, um, obviously, yeah, anybody who's cool, like a woman or somebody who mm-hmm. is a smart, or a cool awesome, Jew who cool Jew who happens to have a horn, say. It's just keratin. It's just keratin. It's just keratin. I would love to have a horn. Maybe you do. I'd love to. Shave that head. Oh, there's no way to know. You could shave that, baby. The shave one that thing, coconut. No, I'll, I'll never do that because... <laughs> I have a, I have an kidding. indentation like like an axe an, an axe murderer came and chopped me what? right in the skull. What? I just don't think my head refused all the way together. Okay. Like I mean, I know that it did. Fontanelle never formed. Or it just like it got to like this stage and was like that's good enough and then calcified right there. No, dude, I can't even think. It make it's making my head hurt. No, like I can't I can't like shove my hand through my head or anything. But I just feel like it never went all the way. And also, I told my mom that, she's like, you're fucking weird. Like, you suck, dude. Weird. And then I was like, mom, let me touch your head. And it's the exact same. What? And I was like, mom, how have you never noticed this before on your own head? And she was like, she like oh, shut oh, up. oh, my God. No, she was, like, shocked to discover what? that we as a family don't have round heads. We have Ugh. a butt head. I'm going to shave your head. It's like a butt head. I'm going to shave your head when you're asleep. I'm going to force you to feel this later. I really don't want to. It's just my head. You've touched my head a hundred times I'm before. I'm not going to anymore. Hey. <laughs> Got hey. a butt head. Stop. I can't believe I told you this in confidence. <laughs> you just said you I told you the whole world. You yourself a butt head. <laughs> it is a butt head. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, it's scary and bad. There's my cat. Well, what's um, your tip this week? Oh, if you have a cat at home, bring him to your apartment to live wow. with you. His expression is truly, truly something of wonder. Mm. Wonderful. He's a special boy. Um, I guess my tip would be... Um... Okay, the only tip I can think of is if, if, ow, if a beautiful woman offers you something three times, maybe don't ignore her, maybe just be like, what's up, what can I help you with? Yeah, that's a bad tip. My my tip would be New Year's resolutions are useless. Just do your best all year. No blue. Also, if somebody just offers you three milks, they want something. They, they definitely want something. They want you. something. If they offer you a milk, and you're like, thank you, bless you. And they're like, do you want a, they're like, a second milk? Would you milk? like a, yet another milk? And you're like, well, well let me so tempt you bless with you. a third milk. Yeah, and then if they're like, no more milks, you know something was a foot. No more milks, and I feel amazing. Yeah. 
Um, I do feel like my tip might be something like, don't take things so literally. Mm -hmm. Um, Numbers are cool. Numbers are cool, but it's probably a code. Let them work, let them live. It's probably some kind of a code. Numbers. Um, But, like, I do... I don't know, like the Booker Revelation. Now that I've read some of it, I'm like, oh, sounds pretty fun. Really, really crazy. And that wasn't even the white horse stuff. Yeah, it did feel like it though. Yeah, I was like this. Learning more about the beast. Cool. Uh, you know, I thought he was going to come in like a human form, but it turns out no, it's just a no. A couple different jungle cats. Yeah, and, and one dragon. of the one of the heads is wounded, but it didn't die, and it no, healed. In case you didn't catch that, it didn't die. It, it didn't it, die. It did heal. It's healed now. It's healed. Also, money is the root of all all evil. Well, yeah, and that's been know. true forever. Oh Lord, you're telling me, sister. Mm. Mm. Um. Oh, my tip would also be Governor Cuomo. Come the fuck Come on, the man. fuck on, Are dude. you kidding me with this? Fucking People change their entire lives. I just lives. moved. People change their entire fucking life. You know what, dude? I can't even get into it. This isn't even going to work. He's, got, uh, he's a fucking antichrist. Egg's going to be on his face. Ooh, he's a yeah. good contender. Mm-hmm. He's a contender. fucking happy. Wow, yeah. All right. If you guys know who the antichrist is, send email us an email. Us. That's the Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, write us a little story about a ghost you, you saw. You can tweet us at Spirit Pod. You mm-hmm. can Instagram us at That's the Spirit Podcast. That's right. And um, we got yeah, a lot. Like, uh, like and review and subscribe. Oh, yeah. To we us would really love on, that. Uh, uh, my Apple real iTunes. resolution is that you guys like and subscribe. Truly. We beg of you. We would really like for this podcast to just really take the world by storm someday, but <laughs> it doesn't mean we'll at all baby. stop doing it Woo. ever. So here we go. We got a lot in store for 2019 for you. Gummy cream. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you later. We'll see you in hell, we'll and we you love in you. Hell. Love you. We'll see you there Bye. in hell. Goodbye.